Thank you so much for checking out episode 28 of Scotch and Good Conversation. I am your host, Peter. We are a weekly hangout, interview, excuse to drink, podcast, get together type thing. We we, we hang out with people that we find interesting and uh, we talk and usually we drink and uh, sometimes it's interesting. A lot of times it just becomes a long, weird conversation, but we have a good time. If it's your first time listening, thanks so much for checking us out. If you'd like to hear more, uh, go to scotchandgoodconversation.com. You can hear all our past episodes. You can also hear us on uh, iTunes and Stitcher. If you'd like to get involved, you can uh, give us a call, 407-965-5557. That's 407-965-5557. You can email us if you're not into the phone thing at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're kind of new to Twitter, and we're actually kind of digging it. Uh, We would appreciate your vote for the Orlando Weekly Best Local Podcast. We are local. We're located smack dab in the middle of Orlando. And we interview mostly local Orlando people we find interesting. And speaking of local, uh, we have the pleasure of drinking a Up the River American Pale Ale brewed by Central 28 uh, Beer Company, which is a local Central Florida brewery. And it was uh, given to us by our sponsor, Red Light Red Light. I think I spoke about Red Light in the last episode. I talked about how uh, they are probably 25% of the reason that I moved to the house I'm in because... They're within walking distance, or as I called it, stumbling home distance of my house. And uh, they're, they're probably my favorite bar in the world. One of the other reasons I like them is because uh, they're locally owned. They're owned by some people who are right here in Orlando. And uh, if you go to pretty much any local Orlando thing going on, like a festival or, or an organization for a good cause, you're going to find Red Light Red Light there with their beers. Uh, they have over 300 bottled beers, uh, 24 drafts handles and two traditional hand pumps they brew in-house they brew some amazing teeny little batches of beer they have wine they have craft soda uh, all their staff is Cicerone certified so if you're uh, looking to expand your knowledge of craft beer they can help you out or if uh, you're new to craft beer and uh, you're usually drinking Budweiser for some reason uh, they'll, they'll help you pick something you like you just walk in and say this is the kind of beer I like, and they'll find something you like. Go check them out. They're, they're open seven nights a week. Uh, there's, usually, there's usually a food truck there. They're located right in the heart of Orlando uh, at uh, 2810 Korean Drive in Orlando. I'll put a link uh, to them on my show notes. If you're visiting the Central Florida area, go visit them. If you're coming in for the first time in Orlando, it's really important to go visit Red, Red, Red Light Red Light because you get a, a feeling what Orlando is like. Today's guest is uh, Gabriel Orthorn... Lauren Throw. I'm very bad at names. I blew that right. It's uh, Gabriella Othone Lothrop. You can I, just I, call I, me Gabby. I, yeah, well, I, that yeah. was my next guess. My, my next thing was I use. I know you as Gabby. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a lot easier to say. Yeah. It's it's yeah. a whole lot easier to say. Do, yeah. Does anybody call you Gabriella? Um, Mike. My my husband Mike calls me Gabriella sometimes. When you're um, naughty, when you're when he's mad at you, when you've done something no, wrong. No, I never do anything oh, wrong. I know that's that was that was um, kind of what I thought. <laughs> no, um, my mom, my dad, and no, like no, some I'm of gonna, my now I'm going to have you move that microphone away from okay. your face. I'm so loud. That's okay, no okay. big deal. You're, you're <laughs> perfect. Your mom. Yeah, my dad. Um, like some of my Panamanian relatives. Uh-huh. Um, and that's probably because like I have a cousin whose name is Gabriel, like Gabriel. Uh, oh, say that again. Gabriel. Oh, wow, you said um, that really neat. And so I like he 
Like, he gets Gabby. Uh-huh. So, if there's too many Gabbies. So, I'm going to get that a lot. Um, so, <laughs> when, yeah. when the fam gets together? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you were in trouble when you were a kid, did you get the, the Gabrielle? Yeah, you know, I'm, yeah, I think that um, it was probably equal parts Gabby and Gabriella when I was in trouble. I'm a... Um, I'm I was like a total kid's ass, though. I didn't get in trouble a lot. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I bet you did. You just didn't get caught or got out of it. I, I threw some like pretty epic tantrums when I was like um like a toddler. So I think people were pretty. I don't see like, you as a powder. Like, oh man, I was such a. I threw the worst. I think like I I like to say that I was getting it out of my system early. You know, because it makes me feel better. Because I feel you really seem nice bad. now. I feel really bad about some of the tantrums. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, you're you're a kid. That's what you're yeah, doing. That's yeah. that's uh, you, I, you're like, you were testing your boundaries. Yeah, I tested them. <laughs> um. Well, thank you for coming in. I, I, I you know, I, I a couple things. I, you've, uh, you've listened, and and yes. I know you've listened at least like twenty one times because you were recently <laughs> in Panama, and I, I knew you were there. But what, well, Rosie? My dog just hit the mic stand. I knew you were there, but I didn't put two and two together. And I, I noticed when I was checking my downloads that I, I, I got twenty one downloads in Panama. And I got very excited. It's like, ooh, new people listening to my product. And then I realized it was just, just a local person in yeah. Panama. It's but, just your Panamanian friend. But yeah. but I think I've gotten three since then. So oh okay. So thanks for expanding my brand down. Yeah sure. Down. <laughs> it's probably Mike. Honestly, <laughs> he probably like posted his and like you know. Well, I've, well, I've, so I haven't expanded my. <laughs> um, no no I, he he wasn't down there with me. I mean I think some people probably listened to it to hear his interview. So. Oh yeah I guess so. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. think of that. Yeah well That's now what, now they're guess. gonna now. Yeah. Three weeks from now, they'll listen, and oh man, I'm going to be wildly popular in Mexico and in Panama. Hey, I, it's it's the dream. Everybody <laughs> wants to be popular in Panama and Mexico. Um, uh, uh, the, the, this is where I do think. Well, actually, no, we're, we're skipping around because I've been skipping this a little bit. Normally, I do things in threes, but we talk about where where we met each other, and I owe you an apology. And I think I've mm-hmm. told this to you before. Uh, we met each other, I think, at Erica's birthday party at Red Light at. Uh, um, ravenous pig. pig yeah and then I met you like five or six times after that and I could never ever remember your name because it's confusing it is it's a but lot of I'm sure you told me it was Gabby and I couldn't remember that either yeah. so I'm sorry I think we're okay now literally we're fine okay um I, I I'm convinced this is a thing and I chalk it up to like I, I should have been like a spy like I should have been like in the CIA because I can meet people like several times and they do not remember meeting me and like i it's it's kind of like i could tell you not in your case but i could meet people a few times and like learn a lot of like pretty intimate things about them and then they don't even remember ever speaking to me so it's it's not as much of a thing because like i'm i'm now like one half of team gibso and my husband is like a very you know just outgoing yeah he's pretty out there he, he's, guy. He, I, I like yeah i, I I like both you guys, but I also like. I think Didi and Peter, Didi and I do this. With, like people see us as a couple. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Our friends refer to us as Dieter. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So I, I kind of think of you guys as a couple because you're always together. You, yeah. you, it's when I see you guys in public, you're usually hanging on each other or kissing yeah, so each it's other. Yeah. So gross. No, it's cool. I love love. <laughs> love is like my fave. It, it's it is also my favorite and I love it I did not love it until I was like in a relationship with my husband yeah so. you got to find the right guy yeah. you're your husband he's a sweetheart yeah yeah he's pretty cool he's he's I uh was I interviewed tyranny tough 
And yes. that actually came out today. That would be like three before this. I listened to a little bit of it. She's hilarious. She's so funny. She's I like I can't believe we're friends. She's like one of the coolest people in the world. Well, probably. we we decided he was an enigma wrapped up in a riddle with a bow of mystery around him. That's fair. But yeah. but yeah, outgoing and nice and. and <laughs> But this isn't about him. You can yeah. listen to his podcast. I think it's I know. I feel like, like I, 17 or something. I'm, I'm not I quite sure. I should have listened to his before I got on here so I didn't like double up on stuff. Nah, that's fine. I, I yeah. cut most of what people say out anyway. <laughs> uh, so I apologize. I covered that. Um, did you think I was an asshole? Because I kept forgetting your... Sometimes no, you, no, okay. I definitely didn't. Okay, because no. I felt like an yeah. asshole. My I, wife might have called me an um, asshole. What is, what is it like? Um, um, resting bitch face? <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people think that I am meaner than I am. <laughs> so, no, I have a very expressive face. Gabby made us drinks. Like she literally like, came in my house. We've we've hung out. I've been to your house. I didn't yes. make you any drinks, but you were in my house like five minutes. And as soon as my dog stopped barking, well, actually, she stopped barking pretty quickly. But then she started barking. It's okay. After you made drinks, you made what? These are orange surprises. What is what is this? <laughs> I made dark and stormies. Dark and stormies. It's, it's uh, what my wife calls me. What, what's in a dark and stormy? I mean, oh my God, I just totally lied to you. That's not a dark and stormy. Okay. I'm already drunk. It's a vodka it's gimlet. It's a blood and sand. It's a, bl- no, you it's call a vodka it, gimlet. You it's, <laughs> it's a blood and it's sand. A, it's, it's named after a, a movie. It's a rusty nail. It's a movie. Um, no, but that's also a scotch drink. Um, it's a movie that Valentino was in. Is that a scotch drink? My mom used to drink rusty nails. A rusty, you know what a rusty nail is? It seems it's like old school. scotch yeah. and a scotch liqueur. I'm gonna have to drink a rusty nail. It's I I mean it's you know it's fine. I just I don't like. Why don't you just drink scotch? Yeah, I just like I just kind of like it in a glass. Yeah, with, but like we had you know like with I, one I've, single ice cube in it. I'm a sometimes bartender, and um, we we have a few people who come in and and order rusty nails, and like we have to keep that jambouille around. Just I, I feel like is it a hipster drink? Like is are the hipster kids on it? Because like. Your grandparents, no, I've my only parents had were old drinking. People order it. Yeah, see, I, yeah. I think it's an old person thing. But you know, like I, I really like was fascinated with whiskey sours when I was younger because my grandmother loved them. So that's kind of know, an, like old that's an old thing, person thing. But that, that's, brain. but that's kind of made a resurgence, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's a, yeah. So like the the blood and sand, it's like a whole bunch of old people stuff in a. But the, know, these are dudes drink. with like handlebar mustaches and leather suspenders and. I riding. don't have any of those things. But I'm talking about like the people <laughs> who order them, right? Um, yeah, I mean, actually, I honestly have never had someone order it when I've been working. I have put it on the, like, specials menu because I want it. And, um, <laughs> and so it's like... I want to work in a bar again. <laughs> so, I, you know, I mean, I, I work... I work as a as a sometimes bartender at a place where um, it's very like laissez faire, and we actually write our own menus every time we work. So it's like this is what I feel like making tonight. This is what's going to be on special. Um, so I, I I actually will put the blood and sand on a lot. Um, it's it's yummy. Like, I'm not a mixed yeah. drink guy because like I mean you saw it. In, let's see, you're about an eighth of the way down and I'm more than half the way down. Well, and yeah, it tastes like candy. I know. It's like scotch and, candy. And I'm drinking this delicious Up the River American Pale Ale from Central you know, 28 Beer Company. It Ooh, has just did you hear the me right that, do that plug? Boom. That was plug, good. Nailed it from Red Light, Red Light. Nailed it. Boom. Just the right amount of, of beer flavor to go with this whiskey <laughs> flavor. <laughs> I, uh, I did start a podcast as an excuse to drink in the afternoon you and hang out with people. I, yeah, well, no, I see... I pride myself like when when my wife leaves to go at her very important, cool, amazing, hardworking job. I pride myself on not like turning the TV on and mm-hmm. watching TV and watching Walking Dead or Green Acres or something. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, and I try to do my honey-do list and, and, and I do have a job and I try to get some of that out of the way. If I started drinking for like without an excuse, like yeah. this is a good excuse that I can write off this for my tax. I talk to my, my accountant and I can write yeah. this off, which That's is awesome. awesome, by the way, because wow. according to him, I can buy liquor and write it off. It's, it's amazing. That's living the dream, man. It's America. It's Don't dream. you love it here? It's, you know, I worked at, like I worked for a state institution for a really long time and like That's couldn't weird. buy alcohol with like budget money. I worked for for a university. Okay. And um, oh, not, not an asylum. So, like, I heard like, institution. Oh, I think yeah. people no. in straight oh, jackets. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, uh, institution of higher learning. Okay. Um, and, and like, you know, I managed the budget for, for the office I was working for. And like, you couldn't buy alcohols like against the rules. Like if you had, Stupid a, a, rules. you just weren't, you had to use like private foundation money or whatever. And so, um, when I went into the world of like managing the books for my own business, I was like, I can, just, I can buy alcohol, right? <laughs> like I can do that. Right. It was this weird, you know, but yeah, you can write it off. I know. It's great. I love America. Yeah. Um, this is where we do things. So you didn't think I was an asshole? Okay, covered that. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> rest, resting bitch face. That's hashtag. Um, these are things in threes. Uh, and I think you probably should be able to get these pretty good, quickly because you've listened to enough. A top three bands or singer-songwriters quick go off the top um, of your head. No, I'm going to preface this by saying that okay. the only favorite thing I will ever choose is my husband. Oh, okay. wow, you're sweet. I, I will, I've, I've rarely like read, listened to, or watched something and thought, that was my favorite. <laughs> but um, I'm a really big fan of The Weaker Thens. Okay, I like um, that band. I love them. Yeah, they yeah. They broke up recently. Didn't they, how did they say? Didn't they break um, up? Um, I, you know, when I was in college, I was dating a guy who was like pretty punk rock, and you know, he's like he looked up he looked up the Weaker Dance because, um, John K. Sampson had briefly been in Propagandi, and so it was like totally not what he was expecting to hear. And I, but we were both just infatuated, and they're smart um, and they're poppy, and, and they talk about feelings. And I know Canada. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. I, I never got the Canada part, but uh, yeah. Well, they're so Canadian. Yeah, yeah. they're they like the get up kids of meets yeah. Weezer with like so cerebral meets the though. Beach Boys and yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oops, I just really I like the way like that. they. Ooh, I know. Oh no, I I, I, uh, okay. I have the mic in a different place, so now I'm I'm just banging into it. Which if there are people listening on headphones. Oh, yeah. oh it's gonna sound great. That's awesome. I yeah. should put the headphones on. No, it's terrible. <laughs> um, no, yeah, like the like the way they describe colors and you know, I just I don't know. The Weaker Thans are like definitely one of my favorite bands. Um, aside from that, I I really like John Vanderslice mm-hmm. a lot. Um, we've seen him so many times. Um, he really likes Florida too, which is really like it's really fun to have a touring artist come through and just be like super stoked about being in Florida. Um, one more, you can do it. I listen to a lot of Otis Redding. I oh, that's good. I know, right? Otis Redding songs. On I know, my phone right? right now, that's so. I, I call that like Sunday afternoon music. Yeah, yeah, you know where you can you can put on just like a just a mix of it. Yeah. And everything's good and it's soulful and make you cry and make you happy and, and it, it, yeah, so much feeling behind every single second of Otis music. is cool. Uh, uh, I um, do love some Otis writing. Uh, this this one gets you kids, you younger than me. Anybody who's like fifteen years, ten years younger than me has a hard time with this. Top three books. You look like a reader. Are you a reader? I, okay, You're a reader. I read a lot of books. Good. Okay, good. Um somebody hub, again. I I've you I love your husband like more than books. No, I mean, no, I just, I, I, I think like, you know, if you pick a favorite of something, like that means, you know, there's that perhaps there's never going to be anything better and that's not true. Oh man, with, like, that's Mike, deep. Mike okay. Um, 
I. Oh, by the way, I, I, I interrupted you, but mm-hmm. your husband has books under the back of my toilet, and I didn't put them just because I thought you might take a pee pee. No, they, they're they, total toilet books. They're, they're perfect. He was nice enough to bring them, and they're amazing. And I, I love it when people read his book, and I was actually going to be like, ha ha ha, Meh and the Book of Mormon are my favorite books. Um, They're not my favorite books. Oh, they're hilarious. They're my favorite and I books. I love watching people flip through those books and laugh out loud. Yeah, they, he's, he's a. Uh, He's so funny, and it was. And it's know, dry I to put another one out. marvelously sarcastic. He's so funny. It's yeah, it's really great. I interrupt. I'm sorry. Books. That's what no, I do. That's a good interruption. Yeah. Um, okay, I really like a lot of memoirs. Um, I've like kind of quasi recently read um, "Blood, Bones, and Butter" by Gabrielle Hamilton. Um, she's a chef. Okay, um, that sounds who, fun. But she's not just a chef who wrote a book. She's a writer. I mean, she like. Um, She's a writer who cooks. Like went to grad school. Okay. And, you know, she's she's this incredible chef she's and like this just woman smart. and she's a smart person. And, yeah. Um, and I just really enjoyed her story and I think that her quirky family, um, which was like you know, and it's really she describes them as like this very quirky family, but you also see like what's wrong with a lot of people's quirks. And anyway, um, I really enjoyed that book a lot. Um, I love memoirs. Like I've read a lot of people's autobiographies and, and things like that. Um, when I was a kid, I couldn't read books fast enough and like I used to get in trouble one of those my kids. sister my sister and I had this like this like globe that was lit from the insides it was like this really fabulous blue light and um we would get told like it was time for bed and you'd um, snuggle up to the world and we read. would turn the globe on so that we could read by this dim light it's probably why like I have trouble with my eyesight now um this is so here, like, or is this? This is in Panama. I moved okay. here in 1999. I feel like this June, doesn't June 26, happen here. 1999. Okay. Um, but like back then, it was like a little. It was like Nancy Drew books. Um, I read the entire Laura Ingalls Wilder. Yeah, but, little but you were seven in yeah. reading, and by the oh, by the light of a, by yeah. the light of the world. Yeah, <laughs> by the light of the world. <laughs> it sounds so epic. Uh, no, it's, um, it is no, epic. Um, I I I really like. Um, like collections of short stories and like you know I know a lot of people have said like Slaughterhouse Five is one of their favorite books and I totally get why that is um, I love Kurt Vonnegut mm-hmm. I really liked Breakfast of Champions and I really liked a collection of short stories called Welcome to the Monkey House I okay. think I've read that so many times so. I think I've, I've only read Slaughterhouse Five okay. no no that's a lie I've only read Bref- Breakfast of Champions mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a word I can't say breakfast Bre- Bre- breakfast break fast break breakfast Best. You say it however you want yeah. because this is America. Uh, morning meal. Uh, I've, I've, I've only read morning <laughs> Early meal. brunch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brunch. Don't you love brunch? Uh, is that? Did you do three? I'm sorry. I, I think I threw out more than three. And that's I'm gonna, good. That's I'm good. I'm going to stand behind that. You win. Yeah. <laughs> but no favorites. Like, just those are the three. You're days. against favorites. I like that. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're all about moving forward and learning about new things you like a lot. And I do Experience. Like I you're about experience, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, top yeah. three. Uh, your. How am I going to put this? <laughs> uh, movies. The three movies you enjoy most currently. Okay. Damn. I have some that like. Okay. I heart Huckabees. I watch it at least once a I year. I hated that film. I love it. Um, I actually like Mike had to talk me out of using some questions from that film as like my three questions because <laughs> I quote that movie. I love you, Mike. Thank so you. So much. Um, I think that we've all gone through different existential crises in our lives. I would argue that I'm in one like right now as we speak. Oh, and no. I just really think we're going to solve it. Oh, man. 
you and my therapist. Um, <laughs> um, just, no, just come I, on here I once really a week. love that movie. I think it's totally quotable. I read somewhere that um, like David O. Russell doesn't. Even, That's he, it's like his least favorite film that he's made, and I still Jason Schwartzman, love it. right? Yeah, and um, Marky um, Mark. Mar- Marky Mark was in it. Yeah, and um, who was in um, Rain Man? Dustin Hoffman. Dustin, don't don't, Li- don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay. Um, um, Lily Tomlin. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anybody else? Naomi Watts. I, I, she's pretty, right? Yes. Okay, I, I, I know she was in the... I'm not a terrible <laughs> person. I'm trying to be a better person. Yeah, I don't think that you're a terrible person. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're pretty not. boring. I, um, I, I've walked out on two films in my life. Okay, and that was one of that them. That was one of them, and there was a... Uh, who was the guy who was in The Hunger Games, but he was in a lot of good films, and he... he uh, this is what we do. Uh, he was in that film with Al Pacino where he screamed, you can't handle the truth. No, 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 he, that wasn't it. He said if uh, Al Pacino screamed, I'll take a flamethrower to this place if I was a younger man. Oh. Um, he, he died he, of heroin. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, they did that. Hold on. We, we, uh, I think yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman. I know. We, we, uh, losing my, too we many just, people to opi- opioids these uh, days. Murderers. There we go. Uh, we crashed, but we're back. So okay. uh, I, I was trying to come up with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, I, there was a movie he did about architecture. Oh. And I walked out on that. The only two yeah. films I've ever walked out on. So uh, because you're smart and I like mm-hmm. you, I'm going to give uh, a heart. Is it I a heart? heart Huckabees, yeah. I'm going to give that a second chance. It's super weird. Yeah. It I, really I, is. I totally get it. I, I, But it's like, it's the best weird, awful humor. I, see, I like a weird film. And, like and, I, and the, everybody yeah. in that, except for Marky Mark, I like. But uh, yeah, but Marky Mark in that movie was like solid gold. Yeah, I think he's, I his, think I'm his just. His character's name is Tommy Corn. I mean, and just That's my character's name. Also, my penis's yeah. name. Well, yeah. you know, you got to name things. Sorry, I went there. You yeah. got to name things. <laughs> um, okay. Um, That's two, I think. Was that two or three? That's one. One. Well, I'm, yeah. s- I'm really pa- bad at podcasting. Go ahead. You're doing a great job. I know. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> I, 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 I listen to your podcast a lot. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm, um. I'm going to encourage all my, my guests to, to tell me how, how good I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's my um, new favorite thing. The Royal Tenenbaums. You're not bald. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, when I already really like that movie, and I, I, it's probably super cliche to be like, I love Wes Anderson films, but mm-hmm. I do. Um, they're just really beautiful, and um, you know. Do you have a crush on Jason Schwartzman? Not that oh, your ha- not that your husband's oh. not very handsome. No, I mean, I, I guess I have a crush on Jason Schwartzman. Yeah, he, he's, he's like a weird, cool he, dude. Yeah, he yeah. he can get away with the, the handlebar mustache thing and yeah. pull it off and. Um, we just watched a movie fairly recently called The Overnight, and he like has a I like very that. large yeah, yeah. penis in it. Um, yeah, I don't think yeah. I think it was a stunt penis. This is yeah, it is. Um, yeah. This is going to become like a, the film. most explicit what? podcast ever. No, um, <laughs> apparently you didn't hear the one where I talk about uh, pooping my pants and losing my virginity. No, I haven't. Yeah, to that one. same podcast. Oh, not, the, not at the same time, though. Thank well, God for that girl. I'm so glad for yeah, you. That been, it was messy anyway. It would have been twice as messy. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I was starting to um, really like get close to Mike and was starting to kind of fill him in on the insanity that is the Othone Buckley family. <laughs> Buckley? I didn't that see is, that coming that at all. Is my, oh, yeah. My mom's um, name is Buckley. Okay. Um, he just was like, oh, my God, you guys are like you're the Royal Tenenbaums. It's like more weird. And I had already loved that film. And I was like, why does this movie resonate with me so much? And it's my family. So, um, it's a, it's, I love it because it's just a really great movie, but it's, yeah, it's like, 
it's about us. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, Royal Tenenbaums, the third movie. I do not know. I watch a lot of movies. My um, fun fact: I don't think he talked about it. My husband wanted to go to film school. I could see him making films. So when you know, he just we will watch like so many movies in one week. Um, he just loves films. He loves movies, and so um, I don't know. There's a lot of great films out there. One more. You got one more. Say Planet of the Apes. Should I just make something Planet, up? Maybe it's the movie that I really like watching, like at least once a year, is Saved. That's, that's got a Macaulay Culkin in it. Yes, Nailed Macaulay it. Culkin's in it. I, I don't. I, I've only think I've only seen that once, but uh, I liked it. It's like a it's like a teen movie, but not a traditional one. I don't know why I like it. That so was much. like his return to film, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, that movie was produced by Michael Stipe. Michael Stipe, REM. REM. Well, I just, wow, I, I'm a fan, and I, I had to go with Michael Stipe. I don't think that's like a well known thing. I mean, it wasn't like a huge. Movie. Well, he's like a film guy, but most yeah. of his films are. Uh, the, of what I've seen are, are hard. Yeah, that one had, um, you know, hometown hero Mandy Moore in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've never referred to her as hometown hero Mandy Moore. I don't Moore. think I have, but it just rolled off the tongue really beautifully. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hashtag. Well, God, we're making a mess already. Um, you were assigned a task to come at me with three questions. And I think you assured me via text that they were going to be really good ones. I did not, actually. You assured yourself that they were going to be really good. Want me to check? No. I, 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 okay. So... If you had a, if you were a brand, if Peter von Taborski were a brand, kind sure. of like Dieter, <laughs> what would like the tagline or slogan be? What would you give yourself? And like, if not, what would somebody else say? Um, for instance, mine would be Gabby Othone Lothrop, terribly uncool since 1982. <laughs> so like, what would yours be? Um, Peter. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait for it. It's just not. It. it wait, wait. Let's try it again. Drinking, Peter. It's not just another name for your penis. <laughs> That's really good. That was really good. Thank you. Have you used that before, or did you just like? I, I don't. That's. I should go to advertising school. I. I, I You're hired. Coming up with it's it. Madman style. My brother. Um, when I turned about thirteen. So my brother was around 18. He's about five years older than him, and, and I love him, and he's amazing, and he's the best. But he uh, he referred to me, and I don't think my parents got it because they never corrected him as Peter. <laughs> like, and he would just, he would, hey Peter, oh my god, come here, Peter. Like, and it was, and he did it religiously, just kind of just as a thing yeah, until yeah. I I would just cry. Um, oh, no. Yeah, so, uh, Peter, it, it, yeah. not just another name for your penis. That's good. That, that's a really good question. Thank you. I'm going to ask you a couple questions now. Okay. Um, oh, you, we skip things. Darn it, I'm it's not okay. good at... Po- no, no, but these you are important. You can fix it in post. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you should see what I pull out, pull out of post. Uh, these are three things I know about you, Gabby. You okay. knew that I skipped things, and you... Did you I, know? I mean, I... I Yes and no. You know my show better than I yeah, know my no, show. Like we were we were doing some laughing and there was like a oh, we're, yeah. I was misnaming. Let's ride bikes. Let's run outside. <laughs> um, these are three things I know about you. Okay. Um, number one, you are the market director of the Audubon Park Community Market. That's true. It's see, I nailed it. I, you did it. How did you know that? I don't know the internet. <laughs> um, 
It, that's my favorite local market. Thank you. It's the truth. Thank I'm you. not just blowing smoke up your ass. I, uh, I love it. it. It's 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 wonderful. If you haven't been, it's uh, in uh, the um, Audubon Park area of Orlando, and it's in the parking lot of Stardust, and it's every Monday, and it's local food and bands, and it's a small little fun little market. You can walk around with a drink in your hand as long as you don't leave the parking lot, and... Uh, it, it's great. How did, you've been doing that for a while, right? I've been doing it for a little over seven years. That's crazy talk. Because mm, yeah. occasionally I visit you for no apparent reason, and uh, sometimes you look really frazzled, and yeah, it just, it it just looks crazy, hard, right? But I love it. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe in it. Good. But that's part of why it makes me crazy. Yeah. Well, you're dealing yeah. with people. It's a lot of personalities. You bring a lot of joy to people's lives. That that that's market. That's really sweet. That market, and then that market really is. It's it's a special thing, and. Stardust in itself is a special thing, but to have that in the parking lot like every Monday is really just something wonderful. And I mean, we're within walking distance of it, mm-hmm. or stumbling distance, like red light, red light, yeah. my favorite bar. Um, <laughs> I am good at this sponsorship you're so thing. Good at this. I know, right? Um, we we are within walking distance, and we don't take advantage of it as much as we we'd like to. Mm-hmm. But uh, I encourage you if you're in the Orlando area or if you're coming into Orlando. Uh, every Monday, the, the parking lot of Stardust. You can go to what's the mar- the uh, uh, website is Audubon Park Audubon Yeah, AudubonMarket.com. It's it's an ever changing cast of, of local providers, and uh, Gabby heads that up. And you can see her out there around four forty five, setting up tents and looking a little frazzled. But yeah. by the end of the evening, you're always smiling, which is nice. Yeah, unless I it's raining. Pour myself like a. a you know, two fingers of bourbon by the time the market's set up. And then, like, a super I've never camper. noticed you stinking a bourbon. You're good at hiding stuff, yeah. I'm very secretive. All right. <laughs> um, no, it changed my life. That market changed my life. Good. It really did. Because it, it, uh, it's nice. It's one of the reasons. I, I love this area, and it's one of the reasons that I love this this, this area just won a national award. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, remind me of that award. It's the uh, it's the, the best great, neighborhood. It's the Great American Main Street Award for 2016, um, up against 2,000 other main streets in America. Yeah, we yeah. rule. Yeah. yeah, we rule. Um, it's part it's, of it's because like, I have my lawn mode. Yeah, it's thank yeah. you for that. I know. Right? I can't you should have seen my lawn earlier. Do. Yeah. Um, I know this is the best neighborhood in Orlando, and it's the thing that made me feel like this town was home. Um, and the market was really like a strong catalyst and it was because I was neighbors with this really impressive young woman named Emily Rankin who was I know that name yeah she owns local roots farm to restaurant distribution okay so she went on to other great things yeah she's she's badass Um, and she was like I'm doing this farmers market and I'm like oh my gosh you're creating a third place and we (laughs) talked about a bunch of nerdy like you know um, social issues and urban planning things and then like um uh, she next thing I knew she had uh, roped me into helping her and I don't regret it for a minute it was just the best and then I've been running it on my own now for seven years that's great well thank you yeah. if nobody else has said thank you oh thank you thank you thanks the market no I'll put uh, uh, some links in the show notes because it is something that I feel strongly about the number two thing I know about you and this was all over the internet uh, you have chickens in your backyard. Yeah, that's the thing that I never knew I was going to be so You're the chicken for. lady. Go, I'm the too. chicken lady. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have chickens. Right now we um, just have two. Um, we have two more being oh, grown it, out it, for One us. of the articles I said I read said you had four. What happens to a chicken when well, it's no longer with you? What, one of them um, just... What kind of bridge does it cross? It's not the rainbow bridge. That's where dogs go. Where, with chickens cross... They, they cross, they cross the road. They cross the road. <laughs> they cross the road. <laughs> 
that's what that's so we had two of them cross the road oh that's sad you just no i gotta ask you know, I, so you I, just come out to, to the you have a beautiful coop that's what they, they call yes, it right a coop yes and there's a chicken just laying there like am i bringing dead? up sad feelings no, i'm sorry no i you know did um, you see it coming I, I work in um a lot of different areas of uh what it takes to get food onto people's tables mm-hmm. and um i accept how uh, we eat meat if we're meat. You eaters. eat a chicken that was named. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> um, my my grandfather was a, a cattle rancher. I never knew him, but I got to spend a lot of amazing childhood time on the family property, uh-huh. and I like very specifically remember naming cows that were later going to end up on my table. Is a cow more delicious after you name it? No, no. I, you know, it it isn't. But like, I think that if. If you think about it certain ways, then you're like definitely more grateful for said cow. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I eat meat, so this is what it takes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I've never well, been willing to become a vegetarian. I, I know that that probably hurts some people deep down in their souls, but yeah, I've got these incisors, um, and I'm going to use them. I know. Um, I just lost like a hundred. I'm so sorry. That's well, okay. you know, it's actually like been a really difficult thing um, when you run a farmers market. It's it's both beautiful and challenging um, to have people um, assume that you share their exact food <laughs> ideals, and so so you know like it's like I what I can say is that I try really hard to constantly learn and know as much as I can about the food system, about the food movement, um, and so I can relate and empathize and and communicate and support people who are vegan and people who are like you know part of the kind of Weston A. Price movement who are like you know just all grass-fed meat no soy whatever um you know there's a lot of different reasons that people come to a farmer's market yeah yeah. and um I think that you know a lot of times they all assume that I'm there for those reasons too and it's like I'm you know like I don't know if I'm like shattering people's Perceptions. I'm not a vegan. We'll, we'll just cut. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Um, but you know, I think that we eat really consciously in the Othon Lothar. You household. do have chickens in your backyard. I have chickens in my yeah. backyard, and you, I'm you not You drink locally to... grown scotch. I mean, you, you're really. There's no such thing. As I know, guy. That was a joke. I know. Unless you live in Scotland. Um. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. I know. Um. Yeah, well, the, okay. Well, uh, yeah, okay. So yeah, I have chickens, and they're so famous. They've been in um, Orlando Home and Garden magazine, and course. Orlando magazine, and the Orlando Sentinel. And there's a recording of them flapping their wings and making chicken noises um, on the local NPR station. So yeah, they're super famous. <laughs> they're more famous than I am, and I have a podcast. What are the chickens' names in case I meet them? Um, so our original I'll, I'll just four. forget it, but. Yeah. Um, I expect you to address them by their names. Mr. and Mrs. May House. Yeah. Um, Princess Dominique von Oreo. I'm going to forget that. She lives, she's still with us. Okay. Um, and Lady Godiva Leggington Lothrop is still <sighs> with us. She's my favorite. I'm not going to tell Princess von Beek. Um, Mike's something, favorite something, something. chicken recently, um, oh, unfortunately, no. took an extra step into the swimming pool <laughs> <laughs> and was found late too late do we eat a chicken if it fell in the swimming no, pool no she got a proper burial she was really important to mike um oh. she was a buff brahma named queen chicky van pantaloon of course and um uh our fourth one who um unfortunately had an egg binding problem and therefore also um passed i have an egg binding um, problem was, 
Princess of Rhode Island Red um, named Scarlet Duchess of Audubon. So those were our You guys are really like, good at naming chickens. Thank you. Thank um, you. You just look at them and you know what their names are, you know? My mother had terrible name. Peter. P- Peter. Um, Do you, does, is it like a biblical thing? Or? Yeah, it's okay. the Bible yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, uh, how many chickens? <laughs> this is dumb. <laughs> how, how many how many eggs did chickens lay a, so, a week? So, um, when they are at their peak laying, um, a chicken will lay an egg an average of every thirty six hours. Wow! So when we had four Me at too. peak, we were getting about four eggs a day, between three and four eggs a day. Do you eat three and four eggs a day, or do you throw no, them your neighbors? No, we were giving a lot of eggs away. Okay. Um, but you know, like I eat a lot of eggs. I think they're a perfect food. Were they okay? Yeah. 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 All right. That was weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which leads us to my next thing. Okay. You're re- really active in the slow mood. Slow, slow wow. food? Slow f- also slow mood. Slow <laughs> yeah. food scene. You can do a lot of things slow. Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am actually a state governor for the slow food. I saw that, but I didn't. USA. it didn't have a yeah. title for you. Like, yeah. yeah it's, so um, so you're, you're part of 50 people in the United States. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What does that mean? Um, it means that I volunteer my time for a cause I really care about. Um, good, they, clean, and fair food. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it's an international movement that was started in Italy by an anarchist journalist, obviously. Um, <laughs> Love an anarchist journalist. You know, journalist. Italy is a place where food really matters. It's, like, culturally significant. And, and um, really, if you look at most cultures, food is, you know, pretty significant to Not here. Um, a we people's got story. Bones. I think even here... Um, and yeah, so it was when when industrialization of food and you know like the likes of McDonald's really started kind of um, becoming more pervasive in Italy. Um, the, the slow food movement was a response, and it was very much like it's everything fast food isn't, and it's kind of over the years just become a place where it's not. There's a lot of really great organizations and movements around kind of protecting. Um, some of the best things about food and protecting um, access and you know keeping it clean and keeping it fair um, but one of the things that makes slow food special is that it's also about just the sheer pleasure of food um, I think that it's kind of this miracle that this thing that we all have to do to survive can bring so much pleasure and mm-hmm. it's not just because we're like hungry um, and so um, and that we all deserve that um, so yeah slow food good clean and fair um, it's it is one of those things like you know I say the farmers market changed my life and it did and um, being a farmers market manager with no experience or knowledge of farmers market management um, (laughs) um, connecting with the slow food movement changed that entire experience for me so yeah it's cool good for you I'm gonna put links in the show notes (laughs) because because I we we we, I think we're in the the bottom 25% 25% of people who care about what they eat. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we try, you know, and we, it, but it's difficult. But I think if everybody did yeah. just a little bit, you know, it, it, that, it, I'm, I don't think I'm going to get chickens in my backyard. But no, no, I don't think everyone should. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but I, I, you know, I do make a choice of try to, trying to buy something locally grown and, you know, um, I'm going to put that, that, that's good. Good for you. You're a nice person. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I'm going to ask you some, some, uh, yeah, well, we will we'll through everything. Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you some stuff now because everything's all screwed up. Yeah, it's, it's okay. Cause I, I had that drink. I'm not used to drinks. So many boozes in one glass. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I, this is question number one for you, and it actually has to do with food. Okay. Uh, what meal have you eaten? This word gets gross. Okay. Only to regret moments later. 
Oh. And it doesn't have to be an ex with that kind of regret. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> right after I left my grown-up career job to be a farmer's market manager. You had a grown-up career job? Yeah, I worked for the University of Central Florida. Oh, you said that yeah, earlier. Yeah, I have yeah. a degree in You can't buy blues with the money. Yeah, and, I remember. Uh, yeah, I used to wear business lady clothes all the time. And I, it was a really great job. And then I just... Stupid I, like, business lady clothes. Yeah, I wore a lot of business lady clothes. I had so many blazers. Um, I can't even imagine you in a blazer. So many blazers. Um, but yeah, right after that, um, Mike and my mom and I went on this trip to the Georgia mountains. Um, and on the, the low trip, country. <laughs> right? No. no? Uh, mountains, no. like like Dahlonega area, like oh, north of Atlanta. I, I thought that. Well, I thought all of the mountains oh, in no. Georgia are low country. I'm going to no, stop interrupting low con- now. Low country is like um, coastal Georgia to Charleston. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be quiet now. Let you talk. Um, yeah. So anyways... We stopped at a McDonald's and got the ice cream cones, and I hated myself after I had that ice cream cone. I hated it. <laughs> this was <laughs> like I instantly hated myself. Yeah, that's that's. I didn't expect that at all. No, because like I don't have like a problem with junk food per se. Yeah, like, no, it's I delicious, love fried right? chicken. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I love eating. I'm like I'm really good at it. Yeah. Um, I will never be as thin as I was years ago because I just love to eat so much. Um. But, um, you know, it just, it's like everything that it represented, I was like eating it and it just made me feel like literally emotionally sick. Did you finish it? Yeah, I did. (laughs) Good for you. Yeah. (laughs) If you're going to eat a cow, eat the brain, you know, and that's a, I don't know about that. That's that's not a saying, but, but. uh, I think it should be. Let's bring it back. (laughs) I'm going to cut all that out. Good good for you. I, uh. No, I can't even imagine you doing that. What? Mm. How long ago was that? Um, Last week? Yeah, it was yesterday. Sure. Um, <laughs> it it was. Um, God, when did I leave my job? Oh, so it was a, it was year it was eight years ago, seven years, no, nine years no. ago. No, I was actually I was running a farmers market while doing my grown up lady You're job insane. for a long time. Um, that sounds hard. It was a much smaller market back in the day. Um, but yeah, no, I I I went through and I have in my life gone through. I don't even want to call it phases. I've gone phases through phases where I haven't been this way, but most of my life, I've felt like I needed to fill every single minute that I'm free that with stuff. exhausting. Yeah, I'm learning not to be that guy yeah, anymore. Yeah, you're not um, a guy. But this was like, this would have been like 2012. Wow, okay. Yeah. And at that point, you know, like, listen. McDonald's I wasn't was so like, bad at that I point. I was a teenager. I was in college. Uh-huh. I ate plenty of fast food. Yeah. I am not putting myself on a pedestal about the food thing. I, I had the good fortune of being raised with a lot of great food in my life. But I was, I'm not, I'm still not. I, cheeseburgers are one of the greatest foods oh, ever invented. So good, yeah. um, but like, I, you know, I'm not above things. It's just when I was younger, I ate a lot of that stuff. And then it just like, you outgrow it. You just kind of go like, I don't need to put that in my face anymore it doesn't even taste as good as what it costs externally <laughs> what's a what's a, a ice cream comment mcdonald's cost i'm guessing it's 99 cents but i'm sure it's like a buck 75 two bucks yeah, i have no idea but yeah. you know, like i'm talking external costs yeah no no i i i i yeah. i'm just i'm just saying it it, yeah. it doesn't cost a buck 75 and that's part good. of the problem right yeah, yeah and yeah. i you always hear those rumors about what kids do to those ice creams, and that's why I yeah, stopped. Yeah, I don't even want to yeah. hear about it. Or question number two for you. Okay. What's the most gentleman, gentlemanly thing a guy's ever done for you? Um, 
almost everything my husband's ever done. I feel like he's he just the does best. he does he open doors he for you? He opens doors for Good me. Good for him. Yeah. 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 Um. He, he seriously. Um. I. I just hope that everyone in their lifetime has the opportunity to be as epically in love with somebody as I am with my husband. Like, honest to God, I judge other relationships. Like, when someone starts dating someone, I'm like, you're not epically in love. Move on. Um, (laughs) You're going to break up. (laughs) And and it's not fair either, right? Because there's different reasons why people um, pair up. But yeah, my husband is is like, he's he's such a gentleman. And And it's not like a thing that he did like when we were first dating. And it's like, he opens the door for me all the time. He's a total gentleman. Um, you know, like if there were a puddle and he was like the dude who wore a jacket, he'd put that jacket down. You step on that around puddle. that broken glass. Yeah, he's just great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. He's like, I mean, you know, everyone has their things, but he's like really great. No, uh, and you know, normally I'm like, oh, you're just, you're, you're just, you're, you're exaggerating. Have you but met my No, I, I, I believe yeah. you. And, <laughs> and I try to be that guy. And I think partly it's sort of a noise deity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I actually, this is my, my niece. I, I had a, I mean, I'll I talk to her, but I'm not, I'm not a horrible uncle. Uh, one of the conversations I had with her is don't ever date a guy who at least won't open the door for you as you get yeah. in another car because well, you deserve that. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I, I'm definitely like, you know, like a pretty strong feminist. And I think like, I don't need a man to do anything. Um, it's just really nice. Yeah. It's just, he, he does it because You're he his respects angel. me and he yeah. wants um, me to be uncomfortable and you know I just um, it's really sweet I get it but I don't need it <laughs> yeah I, I know but yeah. you, but yeah. but you don't deny him that either no. because he, I, I, I don't think he would enjoy the relationship if you didn't let him do that kind of thing you yeah. know yeah he's super sweet okay That's well uh, uh, question number three what movie makes you cry <sighs> right now Royal Tenenbaums <laughs> can't even watch it right now what? can't even um so um, my father is fighting really what seems like the end of a battle oh, with cancer. I'm sorry. It sucks, yeah. right? And, and it's like, God, don't talk about that. That bums people out. No, no, no. It's, it's, um, it's, part, of, it's part of life, though. There, it's there part are a lot of the gig. Of, yeah, there are a lot of really great and also just like really challenging things about my dad that yeah. are very much like Royal Tenenbaum. Uh-huh. And, um, is he a bit of work? Pardon? Is he a bit of work? He, he, you know, he is and he isn't. Like, you meet him and you just think he's this really, like, charming and awesome person. And he's speaks three languages and he plays guitar, like, self-taught just so amazingly. And he's a beautiful singer and he's a, he was an anesthesiologist. So it's like, crazy he's smart. smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's lived this extraordinary life. Um, you know, like, he, um, my parents are divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, they divorced when we were older. Rough. Um, and um, he just, he just, like, he's equally nonchalant about things that Royal Tenenbaum is nonchalant <laughs> about. And I think, like, there have been a few times that my dad, like, you know, there was a time that my dad was convinced he had a heart attack. He's a doctor. Mm-hmm. And my mom, like, dropped everything and flew to Panama. And it was, like, it was, like, GERD. Mom lives you know? here? Mom lives here in the States. And dad yeah. lives in Panama. Dad lives in Panama. Okay, that's not complicated at all. Yeah, yeah. They, they actually, like, were m- still married for, like, many of the years that she was living up here. So Crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, so just, yeah, it's just a lot of it. And then, like, you know, that movie, um, 
you know, my sister is a little bit of Richie Tenenbaum, my older sister, who's like one of my favorite people mm-hmm. in the entire world. Mm-hmm. She's one of my heroes. Um, she was like a, an athletic superstar at a very young age. She was on <laughs> the national. really is. <laughs> yeah, she was on the national equestrian team yeah. in Panama. Um, by the time she was like 10 or 11. Crazy. She traveled all over Central America jumping things <laughs> on horses. Me too. <laughs> um, you know, uh I've, you know, I've, yeah, there's a lot of things. Um, so it's like one of those things where like when you find a lot of, um, a lot of parallels to your life and you, um, watch it and there's like a lot of stuff going on with your family, it's very difficult. So, no, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I it. cannot watch that movie right now. I love Aww. it so much and I can't watch it. Well, but so. at some point it's going to make you really happy again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I get that. I, ha- I had the sick dad thing and, and I'm yeah. sorry. It sucks. It just, it just sucks. There's yeah. not, you know, there's not any, there's really no good way to do way to it. And you're, you're waiting for the, 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 the ball to drop. And, and it feels and, very macabre to be in that position. Yeah. Every time you say goodbye, you, you think it's going to be the last time yeah. and, and you wait, you wait for that phone call that's that's the thing that yeah. got me was you dive on the phone when the, the phone rings yes every time i get a phone call from any family member i think it's going to be bad oh, news, it's the worst really hard um so and he's really far away and um and it's you know it's just he's he's you, my dad and yeah, he's really you, cool and you, you know. do what you need to do you need yeah. you, you know if 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 the time's right and you feel like saying it you tell him you love him yeah and then you realize that it's part of the gig, you know, yeah. it's going to happen to you. It's going to happen to me. And, yeah. and, and I think maybe look at the fact that he's so nonchalant about it. Oh yeah. A, it's, as it's as a blessing. Like, if, if he's in the medical field, he realized it, it's the yeah. thing. Well, and it's like also like an phone thing. Like we just pretend that everything is like hunky dory. Not me. I, I, I cry like dumb. I'm mm. a very dramatic person. And I obviously did not get that from the phone <laughs> side of my family. Um, but yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's just hard. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I've yeah. done it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's the worst. And in in a lot of ways, like I said, I, I've talked about this all the time on the podcast. But when my pop passed away, it was beautiful in the sense that he was prepared and he was yeah. ready to go. And I, and from what little you said, I I kind of have the funny feeling your dad's probably the same way. I I want to think so. Yeah. Um, I think you know, um, it's it's hard because, um. Again, we don't talk about um, yeah. those kinds of things. Like, and, yeah, I mean, it's like I remember, you know, he's had this particular tumor for um, oh, longer than I'm sure about, and um, this it's his second one. And um, you know, I would call him and I'd be like, "How are you doing?" And he'd be like, "I'm totally fine. Like, I got a toothache, but <laughs> like you know, um, but you know, of course, like in like his really beautiful, you know, Spanish, and you know, it's great." deep dad voice and you know so um so you know and that's like that is our family like (laughs) um you know like my parent there was some you know there was some infidelity and you know he's definitely not like a model citizen in every sense of the word but um you know that he just like didn't ever want to talk about negative stuff and he still doesn't want to talk about negative stuff and like so you know when we i was just recently down there um with my sister listen to my podcast thank you yeah listening to your podcast while running on the treadmill and um um, you know, it was just, he, you know, he just didn't, he didn't want to talk about how he was feeling. He hated the idea of having us help him get up and get in the oh. wheelchair and, you know, I just like, he Oh, there's a wheelchair, it. dude. I'm sorry. He hated it. Yeah. yeah. So like, you know, that's, that's really, that's just really hard. And like knowing who he is makes that hard. But, um, I just want, I just want him to be comfortable. And I know you'll be glad you left. went yeah. and, and he knows that he's aware of it. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, uh, I, I'm sorry. 
Now I feel bad for bringing it up, but it's part of life. It's it's part of life. Thank you for sharing. Uh, Question number two from you to me, please. Okay. Um, What pop culture item were you mad about when you were younger and totally embarrassed about now? Um, I was really into G.I. Joe. Um, if you look behind you, under the globe, it doesn't. No, actually, it's not. It's not under Does the globe. Does that globe light up from? No, inside? but I had one of those for a hot minute. <laughs> um, see that red box? Yes. Under that is a, a uh, like a suitcase, like a road case that mm. for my Matchbox cars that I've had oh. since I was like seven. Um, pop culture item. I, I don't know if this is pop culture because it spans across. T- like pretty much generations since mm-hmm. Theodore Roosevelt, but I have a teddy bear that my father gave me when I was born. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that that's. Um, Are you embarrassed by your teddy bear? Uh, well, uh, um, no, I'm not embarrassed mm-hmm. by it, but it's 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 something that a 48 year old man probably shouldn't yeah. be. I hate that I was as into Barbies as I was. <laughs> I hate it. Like I also was really into GI Joes because, like, when I played with my brother, we could build forts and zip lines and yeah, really yeah. cool shit like that. Yeah, I, I had, but like, I was also really into Barbies, and I hate how much I was into it. I had GI Joes, and I was playing with them up until about fifth grade, which I guess that that's kind of embarrassing. How old are you in fifth grade? What are you? 10? Uh, ten. Ten. Yeah. That sounds about right. And is, is that too old for GI Joes? I don't know. I feel like I was a child until I was an old person, and I skipped all the stuff in between. <laughs> See, but I I remember my my teacher for I don't know why. It seems now that I think about it, it doesn't seem right that he came to my house for something. He didn't come in. I know that. Mm-hmm. He didn't come in. I know that. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> no, he, he didn't come in. I'm just making fun. Uh, but I remember, like, I had the GI Joe tower and a zip mm-hmm. and the zip line. Like you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was yeah. set up because I had all sorts of older nephews and uh, I got all their GI Joe crap. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I had like you know hundred thousand dollars worth of cool GI Joe stuff if I sold it on the market today. But I remember shortly after he came over and saw me playing in the living room with all my G.I. Joe stuff that, that I, it was time to get rid of the G.I. Joe stuff. Yeah, you, you do have that moment where you're like, oh, this is not cool. This is baby toys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's it, I think. Well, that's good. Hey. No regrets. Hey. Hey. Besides Red Light, Red Light, um, today's episode is brought to you by Bama Pama Vintage. Uh, B-A-M-A-P-A. And a vintage. Google it, learn it, live it, love it. They are an online vintage clothing store for men. Uh, you need a gift for your man, for your dad, for Father's Day, for your husband for Father's Day. They've got you covered. They're specializing in uh, vintage menswear ranging from the 1930s to the 1980s, maybe squeaking into the 90s. Um, tuxedos. If you need a tuxedo, like for any reason, don't don't go to the mall. Shop vintage. Uh, dinner jackets. Everybody needs one. Business suits, uh, funky 70s leisure suits, you know, something with a giant lapel. Uh, skinny ties from the 50s, wide ties from the 70s, bow ties, shirts, vintage denim, shoes, just about anything else that's vintage and stylish and cool. And uh, uh, they, they've got it. And they always offer you, a listener of Scotch and Good Conversation, a 15% discount in their online store. So use it. All you got to do when you go to checkout is... Uh, Put the word scotch in at checkout and you're going to get 15% off your entire order. Uh, vote for them for the Orlando Weekly Best of Edition this year, uh, Best Vintage Store. Um, B-A-M-A-P-N-A. It's a silly name, but uh, uh, it's the best in vintage. Bama Pama Vintage. Google it, learn it, live it, love it, and don't shop at the mall. That's silly. Question number four for you. <laughs> you like that? That was a good transition. Thanks. That's <laughs> what I do. I segue. 
broadcasting school. Uh, how do you think the rest of the world sees the United States? Ooh. I know, right? We I, went there. Oh, man, that's that's hard. Especially the now. parts of the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's a mixed bag. I think that um, I, I'm, I'm like, pretty unapologetically um, progressive and liberal, and I think sometimes, like, I'm super embarrassed about some of the things that we do. Um, and, you know, I, I worry about being perceived as a part of, you know, the problem of American exceptionalism. And um, I, I have a degree in international relations, by the way. So like, this is something I think about all the time. Good. I'm so glad I asked. Um, and I'm a dual citizen. So. Um, Are you a citizen here? I mean, that's I a silly question, but I, I, I guess yeah. I didn't really My think about it. My mother is American. Okay. All um, right. And she uh, was working for the U.S. government in Panama when I was um, born. So okay. um, I'm like John McCain. I'm an American citizen born Good for you, yeah. Um, but I'm also a Panamanian citizen, and I'm very... I'm a That'll very come in handy Panamanian. at some point, maybe in the next year or so. You know, yeah. a, a, a Trump presidency in the U.S. is a Trump presidency in Panama. You and Michael should probably... Oh, really? Do you think so? But, uh, well, you know, like, so... It, I guess, that's, yeah. That's, that's where, you know, so I, I, you know, grew up in a country that was very inextricably tied to the United States for a lot of different reasons um, you know going back to Teddy Roosevelt so built a canal um, down there it's a complicated relationship and I think that there are a lot of parts of the world that want so many of the things that the US has gotten and you know really look at this country with a pretty incredible fascination and I, I saw it a lot when I was a kid you know I mean I, I you know did a lot of stuff in in Panama that were more Panamanian if you will and you know there were kids who were just like speak English I want to hear you speak English that's so cool <laughs> like do you have all the you know it's like I, I recently was visiting with one of my cousins she's just like I loved coming over to your house because your sister my little sister who she's closer in age to your sister had all the best toys and those are things that like you know I didn't really think about um but I you know I think that um I think that unfortunately a lot of the world feels like this country throws its weight around um, <laughs> too much that this country gets no. a lot more than it gives um, and I don't disagree with that I also think though that um, a lot of those same people would love to have even half the opportunities um, that we have here and it's not even just like a you know like a poor versus rich thing it's just even all of the options that are set out in front of you as a person um, you know you have a lot of choices that said I'm really grateful that I grew up in another country <laughs> that, that, that's it you, you, <laughs> you, you ask people about this country and mm -hmm. how great it is and it's great I've, I've been yeah, to some we, other we, countries I've been to some horrible places and uh, a and lot of them haven't been anywhere, you know, yeah. when you and look it's around. it's beautiful. This country, like, oh, it's, it's, it's gigantic. massive yeah. and it's so beautiful. And, you know, I love visiting cities that have that true kind of melting pot. And I think we're just so lucky. It's like, you know, we were talking about food and culture, you know, very briefly earlier. And, um, you know, what we don't have like that centuries old food culture that, you know, like in Italy would have. Um, but we have like all of these really great like mashing together of stories of all these different people and all the cultures that they brought with them, um, you know, to add to what was already here, right? Because mm -hmm. we were not the first ones here. Um, and I, th I think that that is the part of being American that, you know, I want to embrace, that I want to love, um, you know, 
even you know my mother who is the American um, she's half American half Australian and I just like that is and that was a World War Two thing right that's yeah, yeah she my grandfather met my grandmother in Australia during World War Two and crazy um, so I you know those are the things about um, being American that I think are really wonderful and that give us like this door to just infinite culture um, so that part's cool <laughs> I like it good answer um, question number five for you we've we got like two more after this okay. um, for you what are the best and worst feelings ever oh my god I know right deep uh, it's what we do um, I have imposter syndrome what is that um, it's where like no matter what you do like you think you're getting away with something like people think you're like qualified for is a that job really a like, thing that's totally a thing okay no, yeah. I'm, it's, it's um yeah totally right. have imposter syndrome so, like i struggle with compliments like i think either people are like don't know what the hell they're talking about or like they're lying to me and it's i'm this is not Sounds something i'm horrible. saying while fishing for compliments yeah. it makes me so uncomfortable and like Mike just thinks I'm so great and he's like everyone should know and I'm like stop talking about me um so like yeah I really struggle with it and like I I get like physically uncomfortable um I so that's like a that's a feeling <laughs> okay. so that's bad right that, yeah, that's a bad but it could be good yeah can it, can, can it be good? I'm, I'm not quite afraid yeah, of understand. Yeah, I mean, it can. Like, I, you know, it's it's a weird thing, right? Because, like, I, I think that I've been an overachiever most of my life. And, like... Seems like you've so done I some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to be, like, acknowledged as, like, you're doing a great job. But I also, like, think I'm getting away with something. And so, like, that's a very weird mixed feeling to have. Um, so what, what makes you feel good? One of the best things Poster ever still, like, sounds to horrible. my... Yeah, it's a real yeah. thing. Um, and you know, like, okay, so I just saw something too. Like, uh, was it today? Like, somebody posted like a BuzzFeed thing, like what it feels like to have imposter syndrome. Say BuzzFeed again. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why? Why are we just all putting all of our feelings out on the internet now? <laughs> um, I stubbed I was, like, my toe. It's real, out there. But yeah. I'm like, I want to read this in private and not, you know, post it all over the internet. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, BuzzFeed. Um, Thank we, you. <laughs> One of my favorite things, one of the things that still just gives me the best happy feelings is like sitting around a table eating good food. It doesn't have to be expensive food, just like really good food with people and like truly just laughing and enjoying. I, you know, it's like I, one of my favorite things is laughing so hard it hurts. And I think that 90% of the times that's happened, it's been over like a really great meal good. with people. That's a, that, that, yeah. that is a good answer. That's, that's part of, like, I, I, I talk about this a lot on the podcast. I miss the, don't turn the cell phone don't you know mm -hmm. if we can't think of that movie let's let's look it up let's google right. it you know and i i totally miss that and and i grew up in a time when you didn't have that convenience mm -hmm. you know and and i that's kind of when i why i wanted to start this was the to have that conversation yeah. this is the longest you and i've ever talked and we've yeah. known each other for a couple of years i'm usually stomping around a very hot or and or rainy parking and i lot usually have a drink in my hand in, in that parking lot and watching yeah. you stomp around covered in parking lot dirt <laughs> um, <laughs> um you you have one more question for me make it a goodie okay so um what did you think your life was going to look like 20 years ago like what you thought you'd be where you thought you'd be now and is it better worse or just different from what you thought it was going to be it's much better um 20 years ago i met Dee. Dee. wow 
I'm 20 and some change. Years ago? It, oh, it, it was it was 20 and some change. Probably might be 21 and a half right about now. Yeah, because yeah. you two are like also one of those like epically in love couples. Dieter, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. It was uh, July 26th. That's ni- my birthday. Is it really yeah. July 26th, 1996? Cuban fir- Revolutionary Movement too. The first time she kissed me, she kissed me. I didn't kiss her. That's really great. I know, right? I didn't. I, I didn't see it coming. I uh, like. A, she was 19. I was 29. <gasps> Scandalous. May December. Filthy, right? <laughs> Dirty girl. My oh. parent. My parents are 16 years apart. Oh wow. My dad and his current wife are like like 20 something years. D- apart. That's a bit of a player, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Royal time bomb. <laughs> um, and I, I uh, every day I wake up, I'm surprised that she's still there. I mean, I, mm-hmm. at this point, I'm 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 fairly certain she's sticking around for the long haul. Mm-hmm. But for a long time, I was like, "Why is she still hanging out?" Because obviously, she's smarter than me. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not down on myself. I just realized no. my wife is smarter than me. Um, Mike's nicer than me. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, we 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 learn these things about each other. <laughs> you guys, and you guys again, we keep comparing each other mm-hmm. to each other's. But Dee Dee and I make not, I and mean, she's great, and I, I'm okay. <laughs> but we but we make one whole person. Yeah. You know, and you guys are like that, yeah. and, and I love that, and. It took me a long time to realize that she's not leaving, and I, no, I wasn't scared of it. I just, it was one of those things I mm-hmm. sort of expected. Like, I didn't think, not that I'm unworthy of it, I just think that she's so good. That's <laughs> awesome, though. That, and you that, still think that. I, I, I do. I I'm, I just consider myself really super-duper lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's good. So 20, 20 years ago, we were... We were a year into the relationship and, uh, and uh, you know it's just you pinch yourself like what, what the fuck is going on you know it, it's uh and, but it it works and we, we you know we just have fun and we have these adventures and we've got like adventures kind of on on the books for the next couple years and um yeah i uh it, I, I didn't think it would end up like this i, I didn't and that, the other thing is i don't really don't have a plan like i, right. I don't know what i'm doing tomorrow dude um so I didn't know what I was going to do, but I'm glad that I've had 20 years with adventures with this amazing soul that I get to hang out with. Uh, it doesn't matter if you have a plan then. No, like, we, we don't. Really like For the most part, yeah, we've got this saying, and, and it works for us, and I don't know why, but it always works. Everything works out for us, and, mm-hmm. and it might not be exactly what loose plan we have, but we always kind of have positive mental attitude we're going to go in this direction mm-hmm. and if we have to fork off and go in that direction that direction that will lead us to something better also yeah uh that sounds better than everything happens for a reason which i kind of hate no it, it, it's i kind of am in the school of both things mm-hmm. if you let stuff happen and you plan accordingly it will go someplace well yeah well good okay um english is my second language i'll accept it okay <laughs> uh, uh, so we, we we just kind of try to plan and do the best we can, and we'll take care of each other along the way. Yeah, that's good. Okay, that's I think good. that's a good answer. Um, that's a very good answer. We've got two more, and one's a throwaway. I think you probably know what it is. Yes. Um, I'm going to use an old um, – uh, actually, one handy. I meant to do this. I'm going to use an old interview question. I don't know if you ever read, like, business books. You did. You have read a business book. At least once. Here, hold this. Okay. Sell me that pen. Oh, God, no. No. <laughs> Sell me that pen. Why should I buy that pen? Because you need it to write with. And you don't have any other pens here. 
pens right there and that desk yeah. right there. Why do I need I don't, that pen? I don't know what's inside that desk. <laughs> um, I hate selling stuff. You know what? Like I was like, I, I you ever seen that question? Yeah, yeah. I hate it. I hate it. Sell me that pen. No. <laughs> you don't need that pen. This is a free country. <laughs> you got a computer in front of you. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you remember taking notes? <laughs> No, <laughs> I never took notes. I would, I would charm the notes off somebody else and use theirs. I didn't have a computer theirs. until I was like finished with college. I think, no, I think like my last year of college, I bought a computer. <laughs> what year was that? Um, two thousand. That's crazy. That's a crazy thing. I know, but like I grew up without one. Yeah, you know, like I would have to go into Me my too. mom's office at the high school to yeah. like use a computer. We still turned handwritten papers when I was in high school. That's crazy. Um, and I remember, like, when I first got to UCF, like, you could still do that sometimes. But then they were like, there's a computer lab. Just use it. So I just use the computer lab. I so like, I don't need that pen. You're not going to sell me that pen. I don't pen. need that pen, and I don't need to buy you, a computer. Because you put the pen down. School. You can't sell me I'm that pen. I'm done with the pen. Stupid I can't sell pen. you the pen. I'm not a good salesperson. <laughs> I, I worked in retail for all of college. I actually, I managed, I co-managed a limited two. Um, wow, I can't even imagine that you did wear blazers. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine you working in the mall. Take that as I a worked in the mall. I worked in the mall for like, from like, late 1999 to like 2005. Wow, you're a mall person. I was what? a mall person. Oviedo Marketplace. Ooh, that's a terrible mall too. Yeah. Good yeah. movie theater though. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, question number, I think it's eight. I should know by now. Uh, who do you know that I don't know that okay. could sit in the green chair? I think you should interview literally anyone who works at Stardust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hook me up because because I, I I'd like to talk to some of those folks. Start, Stardust is like the most fascinating place, and it's like it's it feels like this weird thing. I feel like the oldest person there, even though I'm not, just because I'm like I'm such a square, and they're just all like really creative and artistic and young and ambitious and um like creative, interesting people. Um, sometimes that gets in the way of like work, but. Um, <laughs> Get out Anyone of at Stardust? No way. I mean, you know, Doug Roadhamel. And answer your phone while while checking somebody out at the desk. No, yeah, that, that's a, you know, the way. It's a special place. It um, is. I got I, engaged there. I had my second wedding reception there. I saw Anyone the, from I, Stardust. I, I saw that video. The I, YouTube video. Yeah, it's, it's on YouTube. It's very sweet. It's very. I you know like my husband's an overshare and if you look closely in that video, I really didn't know he was going to propose and I'm just like nobody cares about this. <laughs> when he's talking about our relationship, he's an overshare. Um, oh, he's the Emily sweetest Rankin, thing. Emily Rankin, you should totally bring on Emily Rankin. She's the she started the Audubon Park Garden District. She started the Audubon Park Community Market and she's like this trailblazing. Emily, come be on my podcast. Entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emily Rankin, be on the podcast. Um, I think that Jess Tantalo, I think that's already been thrown at you, but Chef Jessica Tantalo, my housemate, former work spouse. I don't, I don't remember that name. Platonic so. soulmate. Okay, go well, hook me um, up with those two people. She does the fish tacos at the market. Oh, those are good. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. amazing. I like her. Yeah, yeah she, she, uh, she lives with us right now. She's the best. I hook adore me up. Her. Like, like yeah. seriously, like, uh, if you can, then just shoot me a little message, and I'll. I'll just I'll, make her come here. I'd like I'll trick her into it somehow. I'll just make the appointment and well, drive her well, over thank here. Thank you so much for coming in. Oh, thanks for making me, me a drink. And, my and, pleasure. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 do you have a website you need to I, I was going to put in the notes the the uh, Audubon Park market is there a slow move slow food thing you'd like me to promote um 
Yeah, it's lifefoodusa.org. I'll put that in the um, notes. Look yeah. that up because that's important. Even especially, I mean, even if you're vaguely aware of what it is, just like I said, if everybody does just a little bit more than yeah. they're doing, it, it helps a lot. You might not need chickens in your backyard, although that sounds fun because you can eat them when they die and they're delicious. Yeah. How do you cook a chicken pests. that just died in your backyard? Yeah, so they're, they're going to be tougher um, uh-huh. because they've gotten to do things that a lot of other chickens don't get to do. Move around? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so they tend <laughs> to be better pool. braised. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So braised or stewed. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, move around. <laughs> move around is a terrible thing. That's um, a thing. <laughs> well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna put links to uh, the uh, Audubon Park Community Market and the Slow Food Movement. I want to thank my buddy CJ Mask because he's awesome, and I talk about him every podcast, and, it, it, and I'll talk about him until I'm blue in the face. He, he's an amazing musician. He plays with uh, Mike Dunn. If you see Mike playing around Orlando, around the United States, around the world, go see them play. Uh, if you see Richard Cherfy and All God's Children, go see them play. Look them both up on iTunes and on uh, uh, Spotify, whatever the, the kids, are, whatever the kids are using. I, I don't know. Uh, you're gonna like it. He uh, records, he produces, he mixes. If you're interested in having CJ do something for you, hit me up. I'll take care of you. Want to remind you that uh, this episode was brought to you by Bama Pama. 15% off if you use the discount code SCATCH at checkout. I'll spell it out for you. B-A-M-A-P-A-N-A. And, of course, our uh, sponsor. Want to thank them for this delicious uh, Up the River American Pale Ale by Central 28 Beer Company. It was yummy. And it clocks in at 6% alcohol, which is good for sipping when you're trying to run a podcast. Because normally I'm I'm like... I'm like around 10% alcohol, so mm, between mm-hmm. your drink and this, I've, I've got the perfect... Yeah, I, feel, I, I feel like this was a perfectly well-behaved, <laughs> like, drinking I, I almost event. sound sober. I, and i got to go paint a wall after this. So I want to want to thank Red Light, Red Light, because they're amazing. If you're coming to the Orlando area, go to them and drink some beer and hang out. If you're in the Orlando area and you haven't been, go to them and drink and hang out. And uh, they're, they're the best. I love me some Red Light, Red Light. Uh, 2810 Kareen Drive, Orlando, Florida, in the Audubon Park Market District. Um, I'm going to put some links in the show notes. Uh, if you'd enjoyed the podcast, hey, uh, please leave us a uh, review on, on, uh, the, on the old iTunes over there. And subscribe because that helps us a lot. Uh, you can go and listen to all our past episodes, including your husband's. Yes. Uh, on Scotch and Good Com- so. uh, com. Give us a call. 407-965-5557. That's three fives, I think. Uh, and uh, tell a friend. I'd love for you to tell a friend and repost this and put it on Instagram and buy a Skywriter and, and uh, <laughs> uh, hug, hug your neighbor and whisper Scotch and Good Conversation in their ear. Thank you so much for ga- uh, coming in, Gabby. This has been fun. It's been fun. Thank y- you. You're the best. All right. Say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. All right, you guys. Peace. I love you. Bye-bye.